Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Make sure we um, make sure we taped it on our conference call. We have some people calling in on our Facebook page. We have um, people calling in on our conference call number and our uh, Facebook page watching us live. So if you are on the conference call, you can also catch us live. Make sure you like us at Wrestling Mindset, um, Wrestling Mindset on our Facebook page, and then you could you could see this thing live. If not, we have the conference call. Okay, so Mindset Monday, we're ready to roll tonight. Very special topic. Uh, the two biggest blocks to confidence, and the people that are on a wrestling mindset program understand we're um we have a great unbelievable five part series on confidence, and it's getting even better. So each year we're constantly we're, we're learning more and more about wrestlers. We're fine tuning things even more ourselves. So it's like the best program has gotten even better. Well, now we're adding two new weeks to confidence coming up, and we call these the two biggest blocks to confidence. So first things first, I don't really need to talk to everyone so much about how important confidence, how important confidence is. You know how important confidence is. Let's let's focus on how do we get more of it? How do we get more confidence? That's the that's the real thing. The, the real question on our minds. How do we get more confidence? So again, we have a 10-day confidence crash course right now in our wrestling mindset. Um, our wrestling mindset. Uh, what do you call it? Website. <laughs> our wrestling mindset website. We have a 10-day confidence crash course. Make sure you take a look at that. Great information, great videos, and if you do the premium program, you're going to get four individual mindset talks with your mindset coach, which is great because now you have someone who's in your corner, someone who can give you this information, things you're struggling with with this season, um, going into the postseason. You're going to have someone who's able to walk you through this postseason to make sure you get the most out of yourselves. So you really want to have someone that's going to take you through this this postseason to focus on the right things. We know we see all the time uh, parents, coaches, teammates, family, and friends, they're good, but they're not mindset coaches. They're not going to tell you the same exact things we're going to be telling you, and they're not going to be taking you through the exact worksheets that we need to make sure we're doing. Very important. We're focusing on the right things. So our 10-day confidence crash course, right now it's it's been an unbelievable hit. 
We have people. We see people signing up for this throughout the day, signing up for our 10-day confidence crash course. So we have the postseason upon us. That's really your best bet right now, no doubt about it. Make sure you sign up for that premium, premium program where you have four one-on-one -on -one coaching sessions. That's a great thing. So that's the first thing. That's going to take care of your confidence. But there are, there are still two very big blocks to confidence. And, you know, even if you're not a wrestler, this lesson is for you too. Uh, we know in every area of life, whether we're taking a test in school, whether we're um, – you know, taking the SATs, you know, high school students, whether you're going on job interviews, whether you're giving a speech in front of people, um, sales, negotiating, anything. A lot of your success has to do with confidence. But there are two main barriers we've seen. After working with, you know, thousands, tens of thousands of athletes around the country, you start to see patterns that emerge. And it's no different whether we're working with an elementary school team like we were uh, yesterday. We were down in South Jersey, Upper Township. It was, it was a great thing. We had a lot of parents, a lot of wrestlers over there. Um, shout out to all of you from Upper Township who are on this call. I know we have a lot of people jumping on from there tonight. Um, it was great. We see the same thing with our elementary school, our middle schools, our high schools. Today we actually just spoke at Bergen Catholic, the number one team in the state of New Jersey for the past four years. I've been working with them. We work with a lot of their um, – their wrestlers one-on-one -on -one doing our individual program. So they understand what the confidence crash course is all about. Uh, that's a big part of why they're number one. And, and, and also our college teams that we're working with and the Olympic team. You see, I have the cool Olympic year on. I'm rocking the, the Team USA over here. Uh, the coaches hooked us up when we were, we were at, at Colorado Springs, the training center last week. Uh, they hooked us up with these nice shirts. We've got a cool bag over here. We got, so we got our, we're all geared up with Team USA wrestling. We're we're flying stars and stripes loud and proud. But we see the same struggles with the Olympic wrestlers as we do with our elementary school kids. And that's why we have to fix the problem. And we start to see these patterns that develop with confidence. There are two major blocks to our confidence. So the first one we're going to go through is getting confused with what confidence is. Um, we associate confidence with cockiness and arrogance. So several, uh, several, many wrestlers we talk to are actually afraid of being confident because maybe they have a friend or a family member who's like very cocky and arrogant and people don't like them um, or they just treat people like crap. So they have like this, this negative association with confidence, but it's a false association because that's not really confidence. There's a difference between confidence, which is over here, and cockiness and arrogance, which is over there. Two different things. How do you separate the two? Confidence has everything to do with confidence has everything to do with me reaching my goal. It has nothing to do with other people. It's not me comparing myself to you. It's not me saying I'm better than you. It's saying I am capable of doing what I'm setting out to do. It's saying I'm capable of doing well in wrestling. I'm capable of reaching my goal of being a state or national champ. You know, in school, I'm capable of getting A's. I'm capable of getting into this college. You know, in, in a job interview, it's I'm capable of getting this, this job, right, or in business or, or work. I'm capable of making this amount of money. It has nothing to do with other people. Now, cockiness and arrogance is all about comparing with other people. It's hierarchical, which means it's like there's a pecking order there. Cockiness and arrogance is I'm better than you. I deserve more than you do. And this, this, this cuts right down to the deep of who, to who, we are, who we are as people, that we all have equal dignity, you know, um, adult, child, you know, the you know, athlete, non-athlete, disabled, non-disabled, black, white, green, yellow, anything. We're all, we're all, we all have equal dignity. 
right? So but once we start, once we start coming at it from a hierarchical uh, perspective, it's like I'm better than you. I'm better than everyone else. Now that's cocky and arrogant. So, and that's bad. You should not want that. You shouldn't want that. But that's not the same as confidence. You could be highly confident and highly humble. You could be both of those things. Not either or, both and. You could be highly confident. You could be highly humble. You cannot be highly cocky or highly arrogant and highly humble. They don't go together. They don't judge. Because cockiness and arrogance is intimately connected with me comparing myself to other people. Can't be humble. But you can be highly confident and highly humble. So what we have our wrestlers do, and this would be one of our future worksheets, and that's having the wrestlers write down the difference, redefine confidence and redefine cockiness, understanding that difference. So strong recommendation for anyone taking notes in this call, and you should be taking notes on this call, because just listening to me does nothing. It's You have to do the mindset exercises and worksheets that we recommend to you. Write it down. What's the difference between confidence and cockiness? Because as long as you associate confidence with arrogance, you're going to move away from it. All right? It's important because we talk about having competent body language. We talk about having swagger. We talk about knowing your strengths. We talk about being able to say your goal in front of people. All right? That has nothing to do with arrogance or, or cockiness. That has everything to do with I believe in myself. I'm capable of reaching my goal. It has nothing to do with other people or putting other people down. I'm better than you. It's not like that at all. Okay, cockiness is me comparing myself to other people. I'm better than you. And notice that when we have that attitude, when it is hierarchical like that, then we start hoping other people fail. We, we're secretly happy when other people lose and other people screw up. And we're guilty of that from time to time. I could think of times where, you know, I, I had that if I lost a match, it's like, and I'm a hard worker, then kind of sometimes thinking in my head, well, I don't feel too bad if some of my teammates lose because they don't work as hard as me, right? I'm guilty of that, and I know there's a lot of people who are guilty of that kind of thing too. But um, that's more of a cockiness arrogance. That's not confidence. If you're confident, you can be humble. You could still root for people. You could still um, cheer people on. A confident person would root for everyone in their family, a confident person would root for all their friends. They wouldn't secretly deep down get that satisfaction when other people mess up and other people lose. I get it. That's, that's a very human thing because what we tend to do is, is we start to think in terms of, hey, if I lose um, or if other people do well, maybe they're outshining me. Okay? We don't want to be thinking like that. We don't want to be thinking having anything to do with other uh, – uh, confidence nothing to do with other people. So as long as we associate those two together, we're going to do worse. Next, so that's number one block to confidence, confusing it with cockiness and arrogance. Number two is self-sabotaging. Uh, well, that's not actually the block. The block is deep down believing that I don't deserve my goal. If, if I don't truly deep down believe I deserve my goal – then it will lead to the action of self-sabotaging. So we sabotage ourselves consciously or unconsciously when we really deep down don't believe we can do something. So how does that look in wrestling? Well, how many of us, and almost every wrestler is guilty of this at some point in time in their life or another, we're beating a really good wrestler, or we got the first takedown against someone who we thought was a lot better than us, or who might have been better than us on paper, Right. And then, or maybe we're winning by a couple points. And then all of a sudden, we freeze. We stop. The other person starts coming back. The opponent starts coming back. And, and we start blowing up, right? We start, um, we start messing up, and then and, and we wind up just underperforming. We're wrestling a spectacular 
minutes or wrestling a spectacular first period or first and second period. And then in the third period, we just crumble because deep down, we didn't think that we're good enough to beat that person. So we have to know that we're capable, not only that we're capable, but that we deserve to reach our goals. And again, this is not in a cocky or arrogant way, but to truly deep down believe I deserve my goal. Right. And, and that's, that's important. So when you're going against someone, you're saying, I, I deserve to, um, I, 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 I've earned the right to win. I've earned the right to get my hand raised. It has nothing to do with the opponent I'm wrestling, but I'm capable of getting the job done. If I really don't believe I'm capable, if I don't really believe that, um, that I deserve to win, I'm going to get close to my goal. And then when I get close to it, I might do so. I might even do something stupid unconsciously because I'm afraid of success. A lot of people are afraid of success, and I know that might sound funny, but a lot of people are. And you've got to be honest with yourself. So here's an exercise we have associated with that. What are different parts of success that you're afraid of? All right. So, you know, maybe it's I'm going to get more attention. I'm going to get I'm, more people are going to be watching me. People are going to always expect me to do well now. So be honest with yourself. What are, what are pieces of success that make you nervous? Like if you're, if you're just an average wrestler, you're just a pretty good wrestler, you fly under the radar. You don't have as much pressure as, as a guy who's or a guy or girl is doing really well. Now you have a lot of pressure to succeed. I've heard in baseball the worst thing about batting 300 is that now everyone expects you to do it every single year. So it's, it's the same thing with, with this. So are there, is there anything, are there any negative associations with success? Because if there is, you're going to sabotage yourself as you get closer and closer to your goals. Maybe you do, you're doing well in school, but you feel like, man, I really don't deserve to, to get into this college. So maybe you start going easier. You don't work as hard. Maybe you slack off for a test instead of putting more time in. And, and this, this ties in very intimately to believing that, you know, not truly believing that I'm capable of reaching my goals, thinking that I don't deserve my goals. That's why it's so important that you're living right on and off the mat exercise, nutrition, mindset, sleep, rest and recovery, uh, strength, conditioning, everything. You know, it's just being the total package. If I'm living right, and also, and also with my faith and morals. If I know I'm living to the best of my ability with my faith and my morals, with my training, with my schoolwork, I believe I deserve my goals because I'm doing things right. If I know deep down in my heart that I'm cutting corners, and only you know if you're doing it, okay? I know there was times where I wasn't doing it, and I know there was times I was doing it, times that I was cutting corners, times I wasn't cutting corners. You could fake it to coaches, parents, and friends, and teammates, but deep down inside, you know, are you cutting corners? Are you really trying? Nobody's perfect. Nobody's perfect. But are you really trying to live right on all fronts? If you are, you could deep down say, you know, I deserve to achieve my goal. I can do this. I'm capable of doing this. But if I'm not living right, if I'm not living consistent with my faith and morals, if I'm not... Um, you know, eating right, sleeping right, strength training right, conditioning right, working hard in practice, technique, getting extra workouts in. And I know that's a tall order. And, I, and like I said, nobody's perfect. But if I'm not even trying to live right on all those fronts, I'm not going to believe I deserve my goal. And you better believe your opponents, like you're trying to, if you're trying to be a state champ, you have opponents who are telling themselves, I deserve to achieve my goal. And they have their reasons. So what I want you to do, one of your exercises, mindset exercise of the night, uh, number two or three, I guess we're on, is write down five to ten reasons why you deserve to achieve your goal. Maybe because you're working hard, because you have a really good single leg, because nobody rides you. You know, you get out against everyone on bottom. Um, you, could, you could turn anyone. 
because you have a really good front head lock or whatever. Um, what is it about? You're very strong. You have very strong grip. You know, you, you have great conditioning. You know, you're flexible. You're athletic. What is it about you that makes you capable of reaching your goals? So the preparation has to be there. I'm making some big assumptions here. I'm assuming your preparation is already on point. If it's not, make sure, make sure you're taking care of that right now. Make sure your, your, your preparation is on point. Otherwise, you're not going to feel like you deserve your goals. So very important to have several reasons why you deserve your goal. And this goes for school also. If you have a high goal of getting into a certain college, if you want to get a certain kind of job, if you want to be very successful in your career, why do you deserve it? So part of it's preparation. And what other qualities do you bring to the table? Are you organized? Are you, are you, um, are you a go-getter? Are you aggressive? You always give 100%. You have a very positive attitude. You're dedicated to self-growth and self-improvement throughout your life. Because you, because you listen to Mindset Monday and because you do the 10-day confidence crash course or one of our individual programs, that, again, we're doing the same stuff with the Olympic teams, with the best of the best in the United States. So the best wrestlers in the country are doing, are doing wrestling mindset. So when you're doing our program, you know you could have confidence that, hey, I'm learning the best mindset information related to wrestling in this country. This is what the high-level people are doing. So that makes you confident. That makes you more deserving of your goals. Do you have good partners in practice? Do you have, you know, good club coaches? Why do you deserve to achieve your goal? Okay, so review that quickly. Two biggest blocks to confidence. Um, just now we said um, not truly deep down believing you deserve it. And the other one is uh, confusing confidence with cockiness. Okay, so our first exercise, confusing confidence with cockiness. Redefine I want you to put down on paper what's the difference between confidence and cockiness in your own handwriting. And I, I gave you the, the, the hints. I really gave you the answer for that. Cockiness and arrogance is comparing myself to other people. I'm better than you. I'm better than everyone else. Okay? There's no humility there. Confidence is very humble. Confidence is no problem complimenting other people and wanting to see other people succeed. Confidence is very humble. Confidence has to do with I'm capable of achieving my goal. I can be successful. I can win. I can beat these people. Not, not, not I'm better than these people. Or anything. I don't need to think about that. Okay? So confidence, you can be very confident and very humble. Cockiness and arrogance, no good. That's comparing to other people. And also when we compare to other people, what is that really? Pray mindset. So staying away from that. Because that's our first exercise. Redefine confidence and cockiness. What does that mean to you? The next one we said with not truly believing you deserve your goal, first thing with self-sabotaging is making sure we know what are any, any negative false links, any negative links we have with success. So we said, if I think that, hey, if I succeed, now I'm going to have more pressure to succeed in the future. I better know that that's a block for me, right? And then correct that. What are the new thoughts that are going to go along with that? So and how are you going to reframe that thought so now you don't have that block there for you? Um, what else? If, um, if, I, if, I, if I succeed, um, now there's going to be more people, so we say, you know, maybe more pressure from newspapers. Now I'm going to have to do interviews. You know, if I win the NCAA tournament, they're going to put a microphone in my face to make me speak in front of the whole crowd. That's what happens. After you win the NCAAs, they interview you, and now all of a sudden, if you're Division One, you're on ESPN2 doing an interview in front of thousands of people, Right. And then if, if you win Division Two, Division Three, they put the microphone in your face, and now you have to speak in front of the whole um, the arena. 
<laughs> so you just won the NCAAs, and now you have a public speaking gig in front of 20,000 people. So the point is, we might think that, like, I don't want all that extra attention that goes along with being successful. So just be honest with yourself if any of that's on your mind. Be honest with yourself. It's like, um, yeah, I, th I think a Notorious B.I.G., the song, uh, uh, More Money, More Problems. The more money we come across, the more problems we see. Well, if you have that attitude that the more money I have, the more problems I'm going to have, guess what? Anytime you start making money, you're going to sabotage yourself consciously or unconsciously. You're going to stop making money because you're afraid more money is going to lead to more problems. So um, not, not to psychoanalyze the song, but there, you, know, you, you have to look at that for what it is. If that's what we have, if we have that negative relationship between uh, money, uh, you know, achieving our goals financially, and, and problems, we think that that's going to go together, we're not going to be as successful as we can. So whatever area of life you're in, come up with any of those fears of success. I know that sounds funny. Any fear of success that you might have. And then finally, the last one we said is, um, what do we say? Confidence, not deep down believing that you could achieve your goal. Not believing that you deserve it. So make a nice long list, five to ten reasons why you deserve to achieve your goal. What are your strengths? What are you good at? Um, and again, this is also intimately tied in with your preparation. If you're not living right, if you're not on and off the mat or whatever your goal is, whatever state of life you're in, it's hard to be, it's hard to be fully confident and say to yourself, I deserve my goal. But when you know you're doing things right day in and day out, that's going to lead to a lot of confidence. Okay, so really great lesson. Again, make sure you look at our 10-day confidence crash course. We're gonna we're gonna open up the phone for for questions now. Any any um questions that we might have from our callers, if you just press star one, we could answer those questions. Again, everyone else on this call, make sure you look at our website, wrestlingmindset.com. Sign up for this 10-day confidence crash course before the season ends. There's time. Uh, we see people around the country asking us, can we make a change in two weeks? Yes, we see it all the time. We could get you better. We could get your mind right in two weeks. It's a matter of focusing on the proper things and having that mindset coach who could walk you through these difficult times and being that voice in your head that's going to keep you square when everyone else is, you know, pulling you in different directions. All this pressure that's going to be coming at you, you have someone who's in your corner that's going to tell you exactly how you should be thinking at these times. So make sure you take a look at that 10-day confidence crash course and make sure we're not doing any of these things we talked about tonight that are going to block our confidence. Questions? Questions? Comments? Any unnoted fantasies or desires? <laughs> when I used to play football when we were younger, they used to, the coach used to bring us in at the end of practice, and that's what he would say. Questions? Comments? Unnoted fantasies or desires? And Rudy being my favorite movie as a kid, I'd say, after, football, after high school, I'm going to play football at Notre Dame. Yes, yes, question. All right, let's get serious. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, isn't the I feel that the more success I gain, the more pressure I feel, and the more people expect of me, isn't that a, considered a play mindset too? It is. It is because, uh, yeah, that's, that's what I was saying before. You're absolutely right. That's great that you noticed that because we're focused on people. Absolutely. We're focused on other people. Why, are we, why do we care um, what other people are going to think about us or this extra pressure? You're, you're right. Yeah, the outside, I I mean, I hear people at school talking to me all the time, and, I mean, the next thing I hear is, like, you know, they're talking about it, and then they're like, are you all right because I turn pale as the, as the newspaper is, and I 
get nervous. I'm like, no, no, I'm fine. I just need to use the bathroom. Then I go in the bathroom. I'm like, man, I'm going to pass out. And it's just really, it's it's tough. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, I would just think my big thing with you then before a match, if you feel, feel nervous, what exactly is blocking you? Like, in other words, what exact thoughts are going on in your mind that are making you feel like you want to pass out? You know? Are you thinking about the people that are around you? Or are you thinking about um are are you thinking about winning and losing? What people might say to you after the match? Um are you thinking about getting tired during the match? It could be a combination of those things, you know. What any any thoughts on that? I know I'm kinda of putting you on the spot here. Sorry for that. <laughs> yeah. Any uh, ideas? Actually it's a combination of all of them. Uh Sometimes I feel like I don't do a certain exercise that it's going to mess me up or I, uh, or the more people that like, you know, they're like, Hey, my, Hey, my, my teammates and everybody else is like, you know, they're in my basically taking like, you know, they're getting their cameras out every, like every time I go on the mat, here come the cameras. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's it's one of those things like, okay, you know that's going to be there now, right? So now the question is, okay, we know that's there. The question is, what are we going to think of instead of the cameras? What are we going to think about instead of the teammates? You know, you can't just say don't think. Your mind is going to continue to think. But what can you focus on instead? So I would say having a really solid pre-match routine. Again, this is all stuff we cover in the program, so it's it's tough to answer on a short call. But – um. Definitely having a pre-match routine. You know, go we go over it out the confidence crash course. Um, and also, but don't be superstitious with your pre-match routine. And we addressed this at Bergen Catholic today also, that you don't want to get, it's not, if you miss a part of your pre-match routine, you don't want it to throw you into a frenzy. You don't want it to mess, you know, mess you up. So, like, you want to have the routine, but don't be superstitious about it. Very bad to be superstitious. I would tell every, I would tell, make sure everyone on this call knows that. That if you don't do your pre-match routine exactly, don't don't focus on that. Just keep moving forward. Don't get don't get caught off guard there. It's okay. Things never work out perfectly. Okay. So um, and that goes. We don't want to have a lucky headgear, lucky shoes, and hopefully there's some people on the call who have these struggles right now because that's a great thing you could get rid of because now all of a sudden you're in one of the biggest matches of the season. And I know there's no bigger, small matches. I'm just saying, as we get later on in the season, we go to the postseason, and what happens, you know, all of a sudden one of our lucky shoes gets a hole in it or our lucky headgear, the chin strap breaks mid match. So we don't want to get caught up in superstition, but have that pre-match routine. And what I would say to you, the simplest thing I could say outside from doing this 10 day confidence crash course, um, think about, Okay, imagine yourself in that situation. Here's the cameras. What can you tell yourself? What can you tell yourself in place of thinking about the cameras and the people who are watching you and all these people who are in your ear? So have a plan what you're going to tell yourself. Since you can't control the people around you, you can't control the environment, you're focusing on yourself. All right? And if you have to, just to get used to it, have the coaches put a video camera on you during practice. I know it might be uncomfortable. I know it might not be fun but you're training your mind to deal with the cameras. Okay. Good question. Good question. That's going to help a lot of people on the school. Thank you for that. Again, I know kind of a short answer to, uh, to a, um, it's, it's obviously much bigger than that too. It's just, you know, short call. We could try to get to a few questions. It's hard to <laughs> give every single thing. 
What else? Any other questions? Any other questions? That 10-day confidence crash course, make sure you check it out at www.wrestlingmindset.com. There's still time. We have time right before the postseason. Let's make it happen. We're focusing on the right things. Big changes can happen, and they can happen fast. We see it every single year. Uh, people kicking themselves after the season because they didn't start doing the program sooner. Uh, we can't focus on that past. We can only focus on right now. Let's make sure we take the bull by the horns and remind ourselves that the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. So let's take the bull by the horns. Let's take charge. Let's be a go-getter. Let's get into this mindset program. Let's get into wrestling mindset. Go through these worksheets with us, with our mindset coaches. It'll really take you to the next level. Changes happen quickly. Make sure you follow us next week. Wrestling Mindset, Mindset Monday, 9 p.m. every Monday night. In about 30 minutes, we're going to have our spiritual strength conference call. Same phone number, 10 p.m. Eastern time every single Monday night after Mindset Monday. Being the total package, spirit, mind, and body, Strength is never a weakness. Strength in every area is never a weakness. So we want to be built on that foundation of a rock. That's why we have the Spiritual Strength Conference call. Making sure we hop on that too if you have a chance. Again, next week, Mindset Monday, 9 p.m. Spiritual Strength, 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Stay with us in a half hour. I'm Gene Zanetti, your coast-to-coast -coast mindset coach from Wrestling Mindset. Have a good night, everyone. We'll see you in a half hour, hopefully. Take care. 